Welcome to the Inner Peace and Other Cool Shit podcast, the show that helps you find freedom from anxiety, overthinking, worry, and stress. I'm Siobhan Friel, a fellow human being, transformational coach, and your new friend. Come and hang out with me as we explore a whole new understanding of the human experience so you can enjoy life with more peace and ease. Yay, welcome back. It's episode three of the Inner Peace and Other Cool Shit podcast and today we are talking about feelings and how feelings aren't the complicated phenomena that we all seem to be trying to change or to manage or to avoid or to allow or to process or to create or to feel the whole way through or whatever the latest thing is that we need to be doing with our feelings. As soon as I thought of the topic for this episode, which is feelings, I immediately got the song called Feelings by The Offspring in my head. I just want to use this as a little teaching moment from the last episode, which was about thought and how we don't control our thoughts and we don't think them up. I did not choose to think about The Offspring song. It just popped into my head when I thought about feelings. I've thought of feelings many times, many, 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 many times, in fact, as I talk about feelings as part of my work and because I'm a human who experiences a ton of feelings. And whilst the Offspring song may have popped into my head on occasion when thinking about feelings, that doesn't happen very often. Can you see this as a very simple example of how we don't choose our thoughts and how thoughts are variable and completely random? And if thoughts are variable and random, there's no need to give any extra attention to a thought about a 23-year-old song versus a thought that says, I'm not good enough. They are made of the same fleeting energy. But the latter, the I'm not good enough one, seems like we need to pay attention because it's about us, air quotes, but it's not. Listen to episode two where I talk about thoughts being impersonal, if you want to, of course. Anyway, I listened to the song Feelings by The Offspring when it popped into my head, then I listened to most of the Americana album while doing some housework, and then I remembered I was supposed to be writing the outline to this episode. (laughs) Then I had thoughts like, for fuck's sake, can't you just get on with what you were supposed to be doing without getting distracted? Again, another thought that plopped into my head, unbidden, uninvited, doesn't mean anything about me, it's not mine, I didn't think it up, it's none of my business. We'll be talking about this kind of stuff a lot more, how thoughts plop in and plop out, but also how we can begin to see thought for what it is just meaningless, incessant old chattering, the content of which doesn't really matter. So I just wanted to point all of that out. So now I'll stop talking about thought and get back to the topic of feelings. Or will I? (laughs) Because actually, thought and feeling are two sides of the same coin. They're inextricably linked. They are basically the same thing. When a thought is thunk, the flavour of the thought is mirrored by the feeling. So we feel whatever we're thinking about. If we have an anxious thought, we'll feel an anxious feeling or have a feeling that we call anxiety. 
If we have a happy thought, we'll have a happy feeling. Our feelings come from our thoughts. I touched upon this in episode one when I talked about how humans work and how our experience of life comes from the inside out. Most people will fall into one of two camps at this point. The first are people that are like, huh? What? Thoughts create feelings? My feelings come from my thinking and nothing else. What the hell is this? And number two, people who are like, duh, yeah, I know. (laughs) It's all over the internet. I know my thoughts create feelings. Feelings come from my thinking, but that doesn't help my anxiety or worry or overwhelm. I don't care what's causing my feelings. I just want to feel better. Okay, which one is you? I'm going to speak to both anyway. So if you're in the first camp and think that feelings are caused by outside circumstances, well, that's no wonder because that's how the world is set up. Just reading the news articles shows us that humans think feelings are caused by political candidates saying things, sports teams winning or losing, fluctuations in financial markets, the weather, blah, blah, blah. When we think our feelings are caused by the outside world, It looks like our stress comes from having too much to do. It looks like our relaxed feeling is because we just had a nice walk. And it looks like our angry feeling is because our partner took the car this morning, even though we reminded her three times that we needed it. So it seems like feelings are caused by what's happening out there in the world, but our feelings are coming from our thoughts. So if you're in the second camp and you already know this, it's possible that it's given you some kind of relief to see that your feelings are coming from your thoughts rather than the outside world. It means that you don't need to change yourself or your life or your partner or your job. You just need to change your thoughts. Great. And there's a squillion programs and courses and gurus out there just dying to teach you how to do that. Rewire your brain in 30 days for just $500. Do these affirmations, do these exercises, try this technique, learn about thought swapping, reframing, positive thinking and wear this gamma wave altering headband and sleep with one eye open. (laughs) Maybe you've tried a bunch of these techniques. I know that I did back in the day for sure. But you don't need to change your thoughts. Once you see the nature of thought, changing them just doesn't make sense anymore. In the last episode, we talked about thoughts being arbitrary, unreliable, inherently meaningless, unimportant, infinitely variable, impersonal and constantly on the move. We talked about how it's very normal for humans to have a lot of negative thinking on account of our evolution. Our ancestors being on the lookout for danger allowed them to survive and mate. And gazillions of years later, here we are, the little products of their fear. Although they wouldn't have called it fear back then because it would have been a good thing, but I'm not going to get into all that right now. The point is that we are constantly having thoughts and the thoughts are often negative, which is completely normal. And the nature of thought itself is infinitely variable constantly changing, impersonal, and all the other things I just said. So finally, we're getting on to the feelings part. Given everything I've just said about the nature of thought, this is where our feelings come in. Our feelings help us navigate those slippery old thoughts, which are always changing and coming and going. Our feelings are showing us 
in real time, moment to moment, the value of our current thinking. Our feelings are telling us nothing about our life and everything about the value of our current thinking. A bad feeling then, what we would call anxiety or worry or stress or overwhelm or sadness or insecurity, is only and ever letting us know that our current thinking is of no value. So some people resonate with different ways of describing this. So other ways of saying it are, our feelings are giving us feedback on the quality of our thinking. Our feelings are telling us about the trustworthiness of our thinking, like whether our thinking can be trusted or not. Our feelings are letting us know the speed or the amount of thinking that we've got going on in the moment. Feelings are telling us how clearly we are seeing life right now. I like to think of feelings as a bullshit detector for your thoughts. Anyway, all of this means the same thing, which is essentially a bad feeling is reminding you that your thoughts are of no value. This is so incredibly awesome. I can't believe how lucky we are to get this incredible real-time responsive feedback thing to let us know when we're innocently believing a load of rubbish. If you're feeling bad in any way, whether that's showing up as anxiety or insecurity or doubt or whatever, it's gently alerting you, that feeling is gently alerting you, that you are innocently paying attention to a bunch of unhelpful, untrustworthy, low value, silly old thoughts. That bad feeling is saying, whoa there human, you've just got a lot of thinking going on right now. Remember, negative thoughts are always going to pop in and out of your mind, forever, but they aren't for you. It's just legacy negativity from 200,000 years ago when there was a fuck ton more danger than what there is now. You don't need to pay attention, even though it sounds like these thoughts are personalised messages giving you facts about your life or situation or worth. They aren't. If you can get on board with this, it's an absolute game changer. People can really stay stuck on this bit. They think that because their thoughts sound exactly like them, they must mean something. Now, we can't explain to the satisfaction of a human brain why our thoughts are like that, but who cares? If you can just be like, meh, whatever, that's just what thoughts are like, it's incredibly freeing rather than spinning your wheels in the explanation and the meaning of it all. Like, a ripe banana is yellow. Monday follows Sunday. Dogs always have fishy breath, even when they haven't eaten fish. (laughs) Thoughts sound like us. So what? It just is. All those things just is. The bad feeling will always, 100% of the time, remind you that your thinking can't be trusted. You don't need to dig into what you're thinking. The specific content of the thoughts doesn't matter. The bad feeling will let you know that you can just set it down. An illustration for this that I love is wearing too many clothes. All the layers of clothes are thoughts. The bad feeling is being too hot. 
It doesn't matter what the layers are, whether it's scarves or jumpers or a beanie or three onesies and a snowboarding jacket. So it doesn't matter what your thoughts are. It's just all the layers making you feel hot. Like it's the amount of thinking making you feel shit rather than the content. You don't need to examine the layers or swap them for better layers in order to feel less hot. You don't need to explore heat resistant fabrics or breathable jackets or sew ice cubes into your underwear. All of this is like swapping our thoughts or reframing our thinking and other kinds of things that people want us to do. Just shed some layers, take some clothes off, set them down and walk away. Same with your thinking. Just take it off, set it down and walk away. Now, a very quick word on the setting your thinking down thing. We don't do this. It's kind of done by itself when we see what's going on. So there's no need for you to try and set down your thinking if you're feeling shit or judging yourself because you can't or confusing yourself and getting in a twist because you don't really know what set it down means. Don't worry about any of that. There's nothing for you to do here. When you see through the misunderstanding about the nature of thoughts and feelings, this kind of happens on its own. So just relax. Okay, so I really want to drive this point home. Our feelings are very, 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 very simple. Our feelings are only and ever giving us feedback about our thinking in the moment. Let me say that again. Our feelings are only ever giving us feedback about our thinking in the moment. Specifically, what we call bad feelings are informing us that we have a lot of thinking going on right now and we just don't need to dig into it. Feelings have no idea what's going on in the outside world. They aren't giving us feedback on how something will go or what such and such is thinking about us or what's going to happen in the future or the state of our lives or our worth as humans or anything like that. Your feelings are only giving feedback on thoughts. And remember, thoughts are inherently meaningless, arbitrary, ephemeral, unreliable, fleeting and always changing. And your bad feeling is there to tell you when you're innocently mistaking negative, fleeting, impersonal thought for real life. Isn't this a perfect design? Can you see that? When we come to really see this for ourselves, it's just incredible. Imagine not being afraid of what you are feeling because you know that the so-called bad feelings were only reminding you that you're accidentally and innocently believing a fuck ton of negative thinking right now. And you can just set it down. Okay, so back to the feeling song by The Offspring that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. So in their song, the singer, I think he's called Dexter, sings, imagine beating on your face, (laughs) trying to forget my feelings of hate. So if he knew what I just shared with you here about how our feelings are simple things, and are only telling us when we're innocently believing a high volume of negative thought, he would have had a very different experience. 
when he noticed he was feeling intense anger, he would have realised that he was caught up in a lot of thought and he was innocently believing his negative thinking. He'd know from the feeling of hate, which is the clue, that he was not seeing clearly right now and he didn't need to take his thought of beating on the other person's face so seriously. He'd remember, because he also listened to the other two podcast episodes, that thinking is impersonal, ephemeral, fleeting, generally negative, and infinitely variable. Can you see how this would just completely change what he was experiencing if he knew how feelings worked? Although, if everyone knew that thought and feeling worked this way, we wouldn't have as many like songs and books and movies and plays and stuff like that. So maybe don't tell anyone. Only kidding, tell everyone you know that feelings are really, really simple and absolutely awesome. Let's quickly check in with Anxious Alice from the previous episodes. When she considers that her feeling of anxiety is only telling her that her current thinking is of low value and not to be trusted, she's sceptical at first. Anxious Alice is always sceptical at first and that's a good thing. It doesn't matter what I say around here, it matters what you see for yourself. Alice is so used to listening to the content of her thinking, especially when she's feeling anxious, that to go against that feels kind of clunky and squirmy and weird and uncomfortable. And that's where we all suffer. We think a bad feeling is telling us something is wrong and we need to fix it. So we naturally turn to our thoughts, even if we don't realise that's what we're doing, to look for the problem and find the solution. But it works the opposite way. The bad feeling is telling us to turn away from the content of our thinking. When anxious Alice experiments with not engaging with the content of her thoughts when she's feeling anxious, her experience of anxiety starts to change. When experiencing anxiety, she normally has thoughts like, I can't meet this deadline, I'm not going to be able to deliver the project, I'm not capable of doing this work, I can't succeed here, I'm going to get fired and I'll never get another job. They seem really, really, really compelling, and yours will too. But the more we can truly disregard the content to not get caught up in what we think and just notice that we have a ton of thinking, it's honestly amazing. Anxious Alice has a question at this point though, and maybe you do too. She asks, but what about when a thought is true? If you're saying to disregard my thinking or not trust my thinking when I have a bad feeling, what about when the thought needs addressing, like the house is on fire or something? What a great question, Alice. Well, here's a really cool thing. If there's something to be done with your thinking, as in like you have the thought, oh fuck, (laughs) my house is on fire, then you'll be taken care of by instinct. You'll be doing the next thing, whether that's running away or calling for help or grabbing the kids or probably all three of those without even thinking about it. So while we say that 100% of our experience is thought generated, we aren't always conscious of the individual thoughts. 
when there's a real danger in life, like a fire, rather than the perceived danger of a missed deadline, some innate intelligent instinct kicks in and we're moving or doing something or taking some kind of action without actually consciously deciding to. How cool is this? Not only do we have a real-time responsive bullshit detector letting us know when we're innocently believing untrustworthy and unhelpful thoughts, but we don't even need to decide if something really is bad enough to do something about it because it will be done without us thinking about it. You see? So cool. Okay, for the last time, I really want to drive this home. Our feelings are really, really simple. Simple little things. Fake news alerts. Bullshit detectors. Simple, simple notifications letting us know when our thinking is of low value. I would love you to try this out and see what happens when you look at feelings in this new way. How does your experience of worry or overwhelm or stress or anxiety change when you see that feeling as a kind clue that you're just caught up in a lot of thought that you just don't need to mess around with? Okay, that's enough from me on feelings for now. Next time I'm talking about inner peace. So be sure to tune in if you like peaceful feelings and cool shit. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. This is the part where I ask you to share, review and subscribe to the show. So if you go and do that, I would absolutely love it. If you have thoughts or questions or insights about this episode or anything really, come and share them with me on Instagram at Siobhan Friel or visit me at SiobhanFriel.com. See you next time.